What's up, everybody? I'm Ivan, and in this episode, we're going to be bringing you a new perspective on perfectionism. We're going to be talking about, you know, who you would have become if you followed what society told you to do, right? And we're going to be talking about how you already have all the answers if you stop thinking. We're going to be talking about how to stop thinking, right? And how thinking is actually preventing you from winning in life, right? Because what happens is you go into procrastination and micromanagement. What's up, guys? It's Zoom. In this episode, we're going to be talking about pride and the consequences of it. We're going to be talking about power versus force, hubris and martia, how to merge three-dimensional duality, and how humans learn powerful lessons from nature. Let's get it going. Welcome to the Better Man Podcast with Ivan and Sumen. This podcast is all about how to be an optimal, conscious man in today's society. Join Ivan and Sumit as they go deep into the rabbit hole of personal growth, mindset, social dynamics, and spirituality. Are you ready to be a better man? Everybody, welcome back to the Better Man Podcast. With Ivan and Sumit. Yo, in this podcast, we're going to be talking about pride. We're going to be talking and about perfectionism. About perfectionism. Yeah. About just everything needing to be in the right place. And it's sort of feeling like it's not in the right place in that moment. Mm. Are, you, are you vibing with that, Sam? Are you vibing with that? Yeah. For sure. Yo, it's like different Soom, from... Soom said it's like, he wanted to talk about this, right? So, like, what's going on with your life, man, where you feel like you need to be perfect? Um, It's not that I feeling like I need to be perfect. It's like I'm starting to notice that little details matter, but then there's also, like, a limit. You know what I mean? So, um, basically, like, we find ourselves messing up little small details, and that's not a good thing. Because the small wins are costing you the bigger wins, right? However, at the same time, like when we get into this specific, zoomed in on a specific flaw or like get super micromanaging, then it starts to deter our progress. Mm -hmm. Mm. Micromanaging your own life. It's like, Certain parts of your life should be on autopilot and others not. Yeah. You know, like, it's like, I don't know. Let me see. What, 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 what would be on autopilot? Like, I don't know, like eating healthy. I guess that's a bit like on autopilot, you know, you know, what's healthy, you know, what's not healthy. Um, yeah. Like I'm thinking of like, you know, when you, you're, you order food at a restaurant and a waiter gets it wrong. Like they're not paying attention to any detail. But when, let's say, they're bringing you the plate, 
and they're trying to micromanage how they're bringing it to you, they're going to be like walk away, like, you know, like clumsy. They're going to be too attached to you. You know, yeah, okay, I'm feeling you. I'm feeling you, dude. I'm feeling, you know why? Because there have been times when, you know, I used to play soccer a lot, right? And one time I switched teams, right? I was with this one team for like two, two, two years, right? It was very nice. I, lo- I liked playing with them. Right, um, but they were switching. They were doing this thing where, like, they were bringing another another club because I used to play club soccer. They bring another club, and they, were, and they were joining that club with that club that I was in, right? Um, but this other one was cheaper, right? Because they didn't pay their they didn't have to pay their coach, right? So it ended up paying less money, and it was really cool because. Um, so I moved to the other team, right, which was, like, mostly Mexicans. And, and the, the team that I was in at the moment was, like, one black guy, like, one Chinese guy, and, like, a few other white guys, and then, like, me, Mexican guy. Well, it was a bit more diverse, right? But I went to the other one because it was cheaper, you know? Um, and, and then um, one day, like, as we're practicing – the coaches are like, yo, um, let's have a, a match, right? So the the teams, they got together on a pitch and we played, right? So I'm playing my opposite team, my old team, right? And I'll tell you, dude, I scored, I think I scored, I scored twice, right? But that that whole game was like, like my coach was looking at me like, yo, this guy's moving like crazy. You should have kept him on the team. Because I was mm-hmm. doing things without thinking, right? Yeah, like, I'm close. telling you, dude, like, like, it would be, like, two dudes coming at me, right? And I would get the ball, spin, like, go past them and shit. And, and, like, I was doing really good. And the thing is, I wasn't even thinking, right? Yeah. That's the part that really got me really confused at the time. I was, like, I don't know, 15, 16? And I was, like, man, I didn't. I don't even know how I did that. I don't even know how I did that. I was so confused, right? And see, the thing is, when we're thinking about all the steps in between, we're thinking about all the steps, we go into, like, fucking, like, overly analytical. Like, we become, like, a fucking AI computer trying to figure out what the fucking face expressions are. You know, we're trying to, like, we're creating, like, like code. Like, it's like, it's like, it's like we're trying to create every single frame of our of our movie right yeah instead of just letting our movie play out and enjoying watching the movie right we're trying to create the whole movie frame by frame by frame by frame by second and it's just not working out like that it's just not working out just let go and let god mm. yeah what you just described is the flow state and what you're describing is like you know the first phase of the struggle is like pushing forward it's just like hustle, pushing, working. But after that, there's like a letting go and just like a surrender to the moment. That's the next phase. So I think what you experienced was a release phase, which got you into the flow. And that's why you were like, whoa, what just happened? You sort of like blacked out. But at the same moment, you were like in the zone, in the pocket, you know, you were, you were there. The soccer, I've had so many out of body experiences. Mm-hmm. I, I've had I've had experiences where I was looking at myself playing and like about to receive the ball, 
I was seeing the moment before the moment even happened, right? Because yeah. actually soccer is one of the most high vibrational sports out there um, because it involves you coordinating with 10 other people on the field. There's 11 people on the pitch. Um, yeah. Pitch and field, the same thing. So you have to coordinate with all these people, right? To get to an, a goal, right? And it's like, it's like very fun. Honestly, it's very, very fun. Yeah, and I bet there's also like on that team, there was an equal participation or there was a kind of like equal skill level that helped the team move forward. Because if there were like people on the team who were like really, really bad mixed with really, really experts, it would mess up the whole teamwork. Yeah, they're kind of all like in the same place, within the yeah. same range, perhaps. There's, exactly. of course, I would say that they're, they're not at the same skill level because like each mm -hmm. position requires a different skill. Um, but it does require yeah. you to play that skill at a high level, right? Yeah. And for you to play your own part, you know what I mean? Like, like every single every single component is so important. Like to make this coffee, this spoon I use it. I use the, the spoon to stir the coffee, right? Yeah. The spoon is an important component of me drinking the coffee and enjoying the coffee. What's another important component? The container. All it has to do is be a container, but if there's one small crack, well, well then it, it's not even doing its job anymore, right? So you have to, even even though it's like a simple thing that you have to do, you have to you have to play that skill like it's the the most important thing ever. Right, and the, I think that's a differentiation because it's more about that excellence and showing up rather than being perfect, right? Because this is like. This cup is perfect for its utility. It has a function, right? But if it tries to be like a martini glass, it's not going to work. We'll be like, what the heck? Like, what is it trying to do, you know? So human beings, they kind of second guess themselves. Like, am I a good person? But a rhino just shows up in the jungle being a rhino, you know? It's just like, it's just there. <laughs> so I think we as humans have to tap back into our nature. Which is, which the is the perfection, which overrides, which overrides perfectionism. the perfectionism. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yo, it was crazy because you said you're like, you brought up your cup, and a lot of times we're already perfect as we are, right? But we're trying to be something else because we're, we're literally not even able, we're, we're comparing it to different things, right? metrics what are your metrics for success right so let's just say i'm a mug right i'm a fucking i'm gonna i'm a mug i'm just a simple mug right uh there's there's like white i'm a white mug and but there's no cracks in me i'm sturdy right and i don't you know i don't burn right but the whole time i'm like man i wish i was like those cool mugs you know like the ones the ones that had like the cool designs on them Man, that feel I would I would feel more complete. Like that's that's perfect, right? Mm, that's what if like away from the moment. Yeah. Yeah. What if I got, what if I was one of those mugs that was like a funny mug? You know what I mean? Like this, like it has like a <laughs> joke on it, on it. <laughs> or like or like it has like like like, like a words at the bottom of the cup when you're done drinking. What if I was like one of those cups, right? And. And we're not, and we're not seeing that we're perfect already as we are. Yeah. Right. 
because we're always comparing to, to different, what are you, what I like to tell people is what are your metrics for success? What are you comparing that, that it's like, you're not successful because what, what, why are you not successful? What are you comparing yourself to? Right. I'm, I'm reminded of this Eckhart Tolle quote where he's, I'm paraphrasing, but he said, there's, we live in a culture where we compare success to like all these external things, but we should just worry about having a successful present moment. Something along those lines. So, a success is actually a successful present moment. That's so true. It's like, what what is success to Tony Robbins is not success to Eckhart Tolle. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's yeah. just like, and a lot of times we end up following what the definition of success is based on our surroundings, not necessarily like on how we want to create a new world, rather the world, what's success like in the world that you live in now, right? Mm. Yeah. And And I'll tell you why people feel like having a big house is very successful because it has to do uh, with safety home people feel like when they're inside their home that nothing can from the outside world can touch them right they have that feeling of like i'm protected from anything in the wilderness by my house right and that's that's that feeling of safety so if you have a bigger home Right? There's more places to hide. There's more protection. There's more space where you could roam freely. Right? So, mm. so people, their metric of success is like a big house because I'll feel safer. But that safeness is more of an illusion because the reality is, yeah, somebody can break into your house. Somebody can smash your fucking windows. Some, they can take a fucking tank and just fucking destroy your whole fucking house. Right? So you are safe, but not as safe as the illusion makes you think. Yeah. And a lot of the illusions are also like taught. Like since we're very young, we're, we're taught about what is perfect and what is the standard. Like we still have, like we live in an age where we have cancel culture and political correctness and, you know, participation trophies. Like, bro, like <laughs> the, the, the success is just showing up. You know, we don't need a participation trophy to prove that. Because it actually makes the person feel worse that they have a participation trophy because they're like, did I really win? Did I really deserve this? And I feel like people need to raise their own standard. And like you were saying, like, wait, I'm just going to take this mic off. It's like echoing back to me. But yeah, so basically like, Oh. Um. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> My sister got scared. Yeah, so the so thing the about thing the participation trophy is like, we need, like we need to use our use own measuring measure, 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 right? Not somebody else's measure. Get out of the hallway! <laughs> we can't use somebody else's measuring kit to measure our success, right? We need to be using our own measuring kit, our own standards. So if I use your ruler, you know, if I use your ruler of success to measure my success, it's going to, 
it's going to put me on a different kind of tangent. It's great to learn. It's going to, it's going to repress you and suppress you. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen. That's because you know what, you know what's going to happen. You're going to get stressed, right? Cause you're not going to be meeting that standard. Right. So yeah. that what's going to be happening is you're getting the stress is the pressure of the suppressed and the repressed, right? That's what like that stress is, right? And then you just don't actually end up doing that thing even properly because you don't actually want to do that, right? Yeah. But you think, what, what do, we, what do we, we, we say? I should do that. I should. And shoulds hurt you because anytime you say I should, you're saying I'm incomplete. I'm not doing it correct. I'm not enough. I am lacking within myself. Um, yeah. I should is like saying like, it's causing guilt. It's basically causing guilt because you're not yeah, doing yeah. what you should be doing. You're like, I should, I, 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 I need to be doing that. I need to be doing that. I need to be doing that. Right. But do you yeah. need to do it? Like one time I was a lifeguard, right? And I'm guarding the, 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 there's a, like a pit, you can call it a pit because it's like really deep, it's like 10 feet deep and people will dive there. And I'm just guarding this and there's one guy, he's leaving, he's going home. And he's telling people, he's like, hey, he's leaving the, the guard room. And I'm like, where are you going? He's like, I have to go to theater practice because he, he was still in high school. And I was like, I was like, you have to go to theater practice. He's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like standing there. Like, you know, with his, like, you know, lifeguard uniform, white shirt, red shorts. And he, I have to. I have to. And I was like, there are no have tos in life. He's like, no, yeah, but I have to go to this. Otherwise, I get in trouble. Mm. Right? You know, like, still, even if you get in trouble, you don't have to do it. Like, right. yeah, there's consequences. There's consequences. Right? It's just cause and effect. Right? Like, a lot of people don't realize that they can say no. Yeah. Or they don't recognize the gratitude to actually be show up to rehearsal, right? It's like, you get to do that. Um, and I'm kind of reminded of the story. I did an internship with Theater Without Borders. And I went and sort of like did an empowerment theater exercise with this theater troupe. And they had this interesting activity, like, act as society wants you to be. Like, all the societal pressure and, like, the person you would have been if you listened to your parents, to society, and everybody else. Like, act like that person. And everybody acted like such lame-ass people, bro. I swear they were exaggerated. Like, I acted like a nerdy Indian guy, like, you know, like, with an accent. And, like, it was so funny. It was so funny. And then... He said, act like your soul or like act like who you really are. And everybody's vibe was so different. It was so authentic. It was so confident. And yeah, the whole energy just shifted within all of the actors. And it's interesting because all it took was just an explanation. You know, it was just like the theater practitioner, Brent Blair, uh, shout out to him because... He ran this theater exercise, but basically he was thinking of this idea of, of imago, which means like a, an image or a gesture that you create on stage. So like, 
that's an imago, like a gesture. Okay, so Soon just did like he threw his hands up in the air. He yeah. made his eyes wide open. And he like like a shocked expression, right? Like a, yeah, a shocked expression. And oh yeah, <laughs> good point because there's <laughs> listeners. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, that theater exercise taught me like our body language, posturing, voice, the way we move around in the world determines how we place importance on our identities. You got what I mean? Now can you put it in different words? Yeah, so... Like, like, who does society want you to be, Ivan? Who does society want me to be? Um, they want me to be a contractor. Mm. <laughs> they want me yeah. to work in construction. Right. Literally, when I was telling people that I wasn't going to work construction no more, people were like, but you're good at it. I was like, yeah. I was like what do you mean I suck, bro? I'm, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> like, I don't suck. Like, obviously, like, I did my job for six months, right? seemingly yeah. without knowing anything about it you know so i i just was using other people's minds to figure it out to be honest mm. uh, but, uh, but I, was, I was like but i, I just don't wanna, i don't i'm not really that good and i don't i don't really want to get good at it either yeah <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to get good at that you don't right. have to be good at everything guys Right. And now notice Ivan's energy as he's talking about that. Now, now Ivan, who, who are you really? Like, who do you prefer to be? Like, who does your soul? Me? Like, I'm, I'm the fucking guy from 365 Days, Massimo, bitch. I'm going to fuck you your see, daughter. You see the difference, guys? Guys, I just want you to realize this. <laughs> the shift in uh, vibration. So, yeah, for me, the first one would be like a doctor. If I had listened to my parents... I would still be in school, like, working right now and being miserable. Um, but I didn't listen to that. I listened to my higher self. And, like, the person that I want to be now is expanding. If I had listened to them back then, I would never be living the dream life or at least close to the dream life. Mm-hmm. Totally, dude. Totally. Um... I want to come back to this idea of pride. Um, I want to cover this topic of pride. Um, and a lot of us do, we don't recognize ourselves as, as prideful, right? Cause like, I personally don't recognize myself as prideful, but in, in the past week, I begin to, to, to see how prideful I really am because pride is a very, very sneaky energy. Now, yeah. like, Pride is a good place to be in, in comparison to fear and depression and anxiety, right? Because totally. um, you have a lot more energy, right? Well, and, but I was thinking to myself, like, pride's a good place to be, you know? Like, it's like, you know, you're chill, you're vibing. You have, like, Kanye energy. You yeah. know what I mean? I know what you mean, yeah. But then I thought, like, prideful people what they really secretly want is admiration and validation and for people to say, yeah, you're better than me. 
you're better than me. Right? That's what prideful people really, really want. They want others to say that, that, that they're so fucking amazing and that I'm not, I'm not anywhere close to where you are. You're amazing, right? You've accomplished a lot, right? Your accomplishments make you valuable. You see that? I was thinking to myself that I was valuable because of my accomplishments and other people were less valuable than me for not attending university, traveling the world the way that I have, um, being able to just go to another fucking country whenever they want to, for not being able to have the experiences that I've had with, at the, at the level that I've had these experiences, that I know that these, 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 like the places that I've been, the people I've spoken to, the things that I've done are so radical and so different. Like, I mean, if, Zoom's been out there with me when we go out and like my experience, the way we experience life is very different. And the world that I just fucking smacked my own head, um, the world that I attract is, you know, it's really, really, it's really nice. Like I enjoy it. You know, I'm not going to lie that I really enjoy it. Um, but I was thinking to myself, I'm valuable because of my experiences. I'm valuable because of my skills. I'm valuable. And you know what? I have to acknowledge something that it is true. I am valuable because I have skills. Like if I go to a business business and tell them, yeah, yo, I'm a, I'm a fucking mindfulness coach and I'll fucking like all you fucking workers, they're going to be fucking like Einstein up in here. You know, they're going to be like, oh, I'm cheap. <laughs> right. You know, that, that's a skill. I'm going to pay you valuable money. Right. So there's a difference between value to the market and value to God. Right. Mm. God doesn't care that you have a Ferrari. God doesn't care that you have a very nice beard. God doesn't care how long your penis is. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he did. God doesn't care that you slap your wife. You know, God doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, God God doesn't care about these things like it's not his place to really be caring about that. Like, like that's not, he doesn't, he doesn't see you as less valuable because, because you're, you're angry. He doesn't see you as less valuable because you've done drugs or you drink alcohol. He doesn't see you as less valuable because you had kids before marriage. You know, he loves you whole and complete with it entirely, no matter what. Right. That's That's a straight fucking fact. That's like a really good friend, bro. Like as much as you mess up in life, like that grace that God has for you, you know what I mean? It's like, man, it's like you, you show up at the jury and the court and you do all this bad stuff and you're like, you know, but God's like, no, we'll give you another chance. bro. Mm-hmm. Like, that's God. You know what I mean? Like, but you're still whole and you're still whole, you know? Yeah. That's great. That's great. <laughs> So the, the idea of God perfection, right, that, that kind of unattainable, you know, almost energy, right, compared to a perfection of what we think of as perfect. Like in the Renaissance, you had the idea of the truly man, right, like this perfect human specimen. And we can try and attribute and like go towards that, like that's a value of whatever. 
like you know like, make you yourself know, make more yourself beautiful make yourself more aesthetic you know so more people respond to you so get more exposure like that intrinsic value as you're talking about Internal world the is world important, is but also the internal, internal like, like intrinsic value. Like, like what happens like when, like you, when travel, you travel, Ivan, right? right? Gain all these reference all these experiences, experiences, but then you also then you install also bravery, bravery, like going like to like going a to shady like a part of India part of or some shit. Like you know what I mean? Or you like install a feeling of independence by traveling yourself alone, or you install the character trait of like. You know, you know, being, being super, super valuable, valuable to people and like changing your mm-hmm. life. You know? So I think it's more important, like, what are the character traits that we download from having these experiences rather than the experiences themselves? Because, yeah, they're temporary, but it's like, what do we choose to do? What do we gather from the experience? Yeah, 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 that's so true. That's so true. But, um, you know, and I love to travel. And primarily the reason I do it is because... I know that I'm gonna be forced, I'm gonna be forced to become more confident, yeah. right? Like it's, it's, it's no fucking, you don't, I'm not gonna show up to fucking China and be like, oh man, I'm lazy today, like. <laughs> no, you're not everything's fucking lazy when you just got there and you have to eat and you have to find somewhere to put your stuff, you have to organize yourself, you have to st- find a structure here in this mm. new world. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, you're not going to be like shy about talking to somebody when you're trying to get to your fucking train on time. You know, you're mm, not going to, yeah. you're, you're not going to be like, Oh, I'm kind of like a picky eater when this is all the food there is to eat. So eat the fucking food, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally. It's a good point. You're sort of like pushed to your limit in a sense. You like go straight into the stretch zone from comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're exposed. You're naked. You're basically naked. Yeah. You have nothing on you. You have to gather fucking tools. It's like a video game where like you're like where you're naked and shit, and you have to go and like find clothes and like find food and find shelter and and then after you find all that, then you got to go find friendship and find self worth and and then you have to go find like a, a partner and and then you got to go find <laughs> mon- money to feed that partner and. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking I'm about thinking this about idea, this of, idea pride, of pride, and basically, and basically like, like thinking of like all these stories, of, like, stories hubris, of like hubris. I think in the Greek they call it Basically, what it means, what is, what like, it means you know, is like characters you know, a downfall. Characters downfall. Mm-hmm. Like every time, like you know, take, take let's say, let's say what was that movie with like Easy E, like Ice Cube? What was that movie? I don't know, dude. I want to tell you something that popped into my head, but I want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> um, I think it's called something about Compton. Oh, Straight Outta Compton? Yeah, Straight Outta Compton, right. In, in that movie, like, they, they rise, right? But then they have a certain downfall because of pride or... And, there's, there's lots, lots of movies, of movies like, like that where I've seen like the pride almost leads to the people's downfall. Mm-hmm. But I think, but I the, think main the main differentiation and the factor, and the factor there, is there is they're not using power, power, they're using force, force in terms of David Armand's so people, people who are successful, who, successful who, come who come from that, from power, that power, not like a hierarchy power, but like a personal power, like a flowing power. Um... 
they tend they to tend succeed more than the people, people who want to want dominate and, and like get, and get to the, get next, to the level next level and oh my god dude oh my fucking gosh dude i just i, mean, I just pictured ourselves like like flowers you know let's just say a flower right <laughs> the flower doesn't ever say to itself i don't want to grow today i don't want to blossom today i don't want to be I'm not going to be my best self today. Yeah, or it's like, oh, look at the flower next to me. Look how much it's blooming. Like, you know, it's just growing. It's just, it's, it's just going to keep on growing. It's just going to keep on. If you pull it out, he doesn't even care. He doesn't even care. Right? And the reason mm-hmm. I speak about nature, right? A lot of people be like, but I'm not a flower. I'm an actual human. There's a difference. Yeah, but, but I'm not a flower, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you fucking did come from fucking Earth. Everything that you came, everything that's made out, that your body's made out from, came from this Earth. You're made from water. You're made from fucking dirt. You're made from the fucking sky. You're made from air. You're, you're literally made from air, right? That's, you're, you're fucking atoms. You're made up of atoms. Nothing but air, right? You're made of fire. You're literally made of fire, guys. You're fucking made of fire. Like, that's not a fucking joke. That's like a real fucking fact. Yeah, man, I love nature metaphors. Like, the idea that humans became inspired by a bird and, like, flight the Wright brothers, like, they got, you know, inspired by a bird. And then now we have airplanes. Like, that just blows my mind. That's true. We are inspired by nature everywhere. You know what's the most beautiful, um, the most attractive shape to humans? Is it a rectangle? Yeah, it's a rectangle. Yeah, inspired fucking TVs, inspired like, the, I mean, the rectangle, we use it everywhere. We use the rectangle everywhere. 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 You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, the, uh, the screen the is screen. <laughs> rectangle. Yeah, our phones are fucking rectangles. Or, there's not, there's a lot of things that are fucking rectangles, dude. Mm-hmm. Books. Books are fucking rectangles. Give me fucking pause. Mm. Oh, by the way, oh, my, my book is out. Shameless plug. Which is it? Next month. Next month. Oh, dude, let me tell you something. I mean, this so, week, this I was, uh, I was signing up for this, this, so I want to become a sperm donor, right? <laughs> really? And, really? Um, and cause it, like, I think it pays well. And I think like, I want to have a lot of kids and I'm not going to lie. I think I have very good DNA, like very fucking good DNA. <laughs> so I want like, awesome. I want to be like Genghis Khan and like, you know, put my seat out there. But at the same time, Are you gonna I go don't want to have too many kids. Like I personally don't want to have kids. So so I'm gonna sell my sperm, and I'll you sell. sell my, hmm? Do you share responsibility? Like when no, uh, they use your? No, if they ever want to meet me, they can. Like the kids. Oh, cool. Do, oh, cool. <laughs> That's lit. Um, and my mom was like, I was so I needed my mom's help because I needed like some information about like her family because they want to like they want to know things like are they still alive and stuff like that because it just helps to make better decisions. You know, right. Do they need genetic, genetic information, information and stuff? Yeah, yeah, stuff like that, you know. Yeah. And and mom was like, No, that's bad, that's terrible. She's like, What if like one day one of those kids 
ever tries to, she, they fall in love with one of your kids, with Pamela, right? She was like, what if they, and I was like, mom, like, come on, like, what kind of fucking, like, Mexican TV show is this shit? Like, she's just gonna, like, one of my children that I fucking was a sperm donor child for, it's gonna be born and, ha- and like, wanna, like, mate with one of my kids, one of my other kids, and they're gonna become, like, they're gonna have, like, a, a retarded baby. <laughs> You know, like, like, come on, y'all, come on, that's a, come on. That's an interesting train of thought, though. <laughs> Bro, that's just like, it's just like when your mom was like, um, I don't want to take risks in life. Like, life is risky as it is, so why not take, why take more risks? And I was like, <laughs> there seems to be, like, logic behind that. Like, there's, like, logic behind that irrationality, you know? Yeah, 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 totally. And I think that it's true for smart, smart people, too, because... Like their cognitive dissonance like hijacks their intelligence and sometimes, you know what I mean? Like their ideas or biases about the world, they have such a strong argument for it because they're super smart and they can't break out of the old paradigm. Mm. Yeah, they find like things to make it, they find they're just gonna- Justifications, rationalizations, excuses, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been, I've been saying that lately that like, a lot of times people have irrational thoughts. And Wait, so that me mostly. What? Irrational the pie. Oh, yeah, dude. The guy had a fucking pie on his face. And people be having Not this irrational pie, thoughts. Either. It sounded like a mathematical like, symbol. Like, 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 like a real pie. No, it was like the symbol <laughs> pie yeah, on yeah. his face. Because he was making like a weird face. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, they be having irrational thoughts and they're masked by rationality and that's basically how most 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 humans live we live in that irrational place first and then we live in the rational right so you might say you might be like you know what i need to get some new sneakers you know my old sneakers they're not they're not good for running anymore and then you go to the fucking mall and you get yourself some like two hundred dollar shoes and you're like Oh yeah, they're they're worth it because they're for running, right? But really, secretly, you're like, I look really good in these shoes. Like, I like, I look wealthy. I look like I'm taken care of. I look, you know, like people are gonna see me. You know, right? And what does it symbolize? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And shit like that. Instead of getting a no-name brand shoe, you know what I mean? That probably would have done you the same. They got those shoes, you know? Yeah. So I've been thinking of this this idea of how procrastination links to perfectionism. Have you ever felt this like you want it to be so perfect or so good that you avoid taking action on it? It's like not the right time or like you need it to go just the way you want it. Totally. Yeah, I, it's kind of like, like, having so much pride that you're scared of failing. Think, remember, that anytime you're scared to fail, it's because of pride, right? Ooh, fearful of fear. If, if you're in love or if you're in joy or if you're in creativity, you're not scared of failure. 
right? Only when you're in pride are you scared of failure, right? So yeah. it's like instead of going out and failing, right? Because um, I, I, I'm and, and prove and, yeah. and if I fail, it's gonna prove to myself that I'm not worthy of my goal. It's gonna prove to me that I'm a loser. It's gonna prove to me that um, I'm no good if I fail. It's gonna prove to my parents that they were right and that I was not gonna be able to become successful doing this, right? Yes, I agree with you, but it's also like, I won't get hurt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like if I don't do anything, I won't go through the pain. Mm -hmm. So it's like this kind of safety of, of paralysis. I'm not gonna risk losing. Right. Yeah. And that's why people, I say people are playing defensively and not playing life offensively. Like actually yeah. going at it, you know, like this guy where I used to work, he was, since like I joined, he was telling me that he was going to open up his own company and do like repairs on the side and shit like that. And I was like, oh, cool, cool. And then like, like months later, I was like, yo, did you start? And he's like, oh, no, man. I mean, I guess it's just kind of start when you have like a steady, a steady check coming in. And I was like, Loser. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, like, like, I'm thinking about this idea, like, offense, defense, right? We use that those terms in sports. When somebody offends us, our natural instinct is to react defensively. Right? And when we defend ourselves, then... No, 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 no. No, I can't, I can't make a correlation. No, no but, the, but the beginning part was beginning really good. Beginning part, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When someone is offending us, we don't have to, ooh, ooh, watch this though. When someone is playing in the offense and they intend to offend us, offense, offend, mm -hmm. then we don't even have to play that game. We don't have to even be on the pitch. We don't like, even right. have to. We don't have to play that game. So you don't even have to play defense. You don't have to defend yourself, right? You yeah, yeah, exactly. There's so many times where I was like, this person is not even capable of understanding what I'm trying to say. And in fact, by the looks of it, they don't even want to understand. So. Well, what would the point of if, if I mean to just continue and argue with this person and try to convince them is coming from a place of pride and say, oh, my reality is better than your reality. Right. Mm -hmm. And this is the same reason why I don't, I don't, I don't ever argue with people anymore. Like do mask work? Do they not work? Do like do certain eating habits work? Does it not work? Like I'm not here to like, is Trump a bad guy? Like I'm not here to argue these stuff. Like, I'm not here to get stuck in duality in yes or no land. And, and, and I'm, I'm trying to be more in the, in the fifth dimension of like, like just finding the silver lining, really finding the silver lining and everything, you know, and not yeah, getting yeah. stuck in the third dimension. Like all people are getting stuck in these days. Yeah, getting yeah. stuck in, in third dimension real quick is just like getting stuck in duality, up, down, left, right, good, bad, you know, blue, yeah, red, Democrat, Republican. There's always a middle path and a combination frequency, both. 
So like, for instance, we don't have to be like a tyrant, dominant guy, like, you know, crushing the day, CrossFit, you know, smacking people in the face, but we don't have to be like, you know, walking in the desert, Kumbaya, my Lord, like, you know, that guy who like professes his love to the woman and like, you know, bathes in exotic sea salt and like oil and like with like lotus flowers. We don't have to be those extreme poles. We can take the good things from both and come from a stronger frequency of the modern man. And that's what this podcast is about. Like we're not being dualistic in nature. Like we are accepting of this integrated masculine. Mm-hmm. That's a good place. That's a good place to end today's episode. Yeah. Do you want to speak a little bit? Like, I just thought of this, but like, about ego. Like, what is your opinion about this? Because in a lot of spiritual circles, they say, like, kill your ego. But like, you can't. <laughs> Ego is the thing that separates you from oneness, from seeing yourself as I, as I. Yeah. Uh, seeing yourself like, like looking at other people and being like, that's me. That's a part of me too. This tree, that's a, that tree is a part of me, right? Seeing how you are one with all and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like, let's just say if I have an argument with somebody, it's more like really having an argument with myself. It's a projection. Right? Yeah. It's like, it's, that's that, that conflict was happening inside of me. And it's now in my mm-hmm. outside world as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, don't, I mean, uh, I don't think too much about ego. Yeah, I think, I think we've got to facilitate it though. Like, like- it's not the whole cake, it's just the cherry on top. So create a healthy persona, do your shadow work. And don't worry too much about it. That's what you're saying. The ego's not even that big, actually. It's not even that big. We think it's big, but it's not big compared to like your soul. You know? Your soul, yeah. Awesome, good place to end, bro. Love you guys. Peace out. Peace out. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for more. Tell your friends. Thanks for coming. Um, did I say tell your friends? Tell your friends. Leave a review on uh, Apple, Apple items, or literally anywhere where you can leave a review for us. Um, that would be fucking cool. Even if you go to YouTube and like you type in the comments and you're like, um, this is the best episode that I've ever wrong. That would be also cool. also if you're an artist, artist like. like Send us some fan art. Dude, if you guys can draw, if you guys can draw me, like that would be cool. <laughs> Word. You can draw us as oh, cartoons. Dude. Yeah, like inside of like the fucking like Illuminati sign or some shit. <laughs> Wait. All right, peace All right, out, guys. All right, peace out, peace out.